Whole squad posting looking like we on lead fix. I'll drip first team this season. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode, another installment, another episode of Survival of Fitted. I'm your boy Joe Williams, joined alongside my co-host Ian Pierno. How are you doing today, my guy? I'm chilling. Uh, I think I announced it on the pod already, but I'm moving. Um, so I don't have all my equipment, so my audio is a little meh. If uh, my beautiful, beautiful face isn't in 1080p on uh, YouTube, uh, now you know. I'm just going to be recording from random people's couches for like the next two weeks until my there stuff. There we go. Um, but like we're here and we have important We are here. We are here. We are here. Very important things to talk about. Um, also, I want to address how I couldn't find a synonym for an episode. Right now, I was like, another episode, another installment, another, and I completely fumbled over my words. I hate that, but it's all good. Another chapter. So we go. Another chapter. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Another chapter. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, a lot of today. stuff has gone on since uh, we last chatted, right? Very important stuff. You know, Lakers and nine, you know, he said goodbye to a legend. But um, saying goodbye overall, to, oh, yes. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead. Take us, take us away. No, I'm just saying, man. I was, was t- yesterday was a heavy day for me. Yesterday was a heavy day in the basketball world for Joe Williams. Carmelo Anthony retired. Very, very, very sad. I know he's one of your favorite players of all Mello time. Melo was my favorite player growing or up. Or he is your favorite player? Or growing up, he's your favorite player. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, bro. I mean, bro, it's sad, dog. Sad. Very, very sad. Dude, I was, I was like, I will say, like, uh, I mean, at this point, you and I have, like, met lots of basketball players other famous people out and about or whatever. And Carmelo is probably the only basketball player I've ever seen. And I was like, starstruck, immediately start. Actually, no, the first time I, I, I met John Wall, I felt that way. But John and Carmelo are like the only basketball players. Like I was starstruck to me. And when I met John, I was like 18. When I met Carmelo, it was what? Grown man, right? Yeah, Grown man. And I was yeah. like, oh my God. That's hella crazy. No, yeah, yeah. same thing. Same. I mean, we met him at the same time, obviously, but same here. I was like, dang, that's crazy. Especially since he was the first one to walk into the room. We kind of had to go over there and talk to him, like initiate conversation. So it was like yep. even more nervous. But yeah, I feel you on that. And that was one thing too, like in that room, uh, for everyone that doesn't know, last summer, me and Joe did a pod episode in person with Carmelo and, and Dwayne Wade and their stylists in Vegas. And basically, you know, we were supposed to record at like 9 a.m., 10 a.m., something like that. And like in typical like superstar fashion, they were like 12 hours late. And, you know, it was like the biggest like on-camera interview either of us have ever done. So the whole day, we're just like constantly running over our like quote-unquote script over and over and over and over and over again. Like wondering when these guys are going to get there. Anyway, they show up. And, uh, you know, so it's four of them plus us two. So six in total. Mm. And um, Carmelo, like, of the six of us is probably, like, the least, like, has the least to say. But, like, he talks, like, and this was in a room with, you know, two, like, legendary stylists, D-Wade. When he talks, everyone shuts up and they listen. Like, he, like, was undeniably the coolest presence in the room word 100 percent, 100 percent. i feel like, like he leaned into his celebrity the most but 
Yeah. You know, either way, it was crazy. Like Carmelo's like, because we always talk about like how great, you know, LeBron and D Wade and, you know, Giannis and these guys are on camera. And like Carmelo doesn't have like that same like polished uh, nature for camera, but like, damn, was he the coolest? Like, undeniably. Yeah. Like, he owned the room. It, it was his room. And I so was. So, of, yeah. Just off the top of my head right now, do you have like any favorite, like, I feel like this is the time to, you know what I'm saying? Do you have like any favorite like Carmelo Anthony moments of just you watching him as a player or whatever, like in the last, I guess, 19 seasons he's had in the NBA? Of course. So I, um, growing up, and I'll keep this short. Growing up, I was a super, I, I liked the Sonics because I, I lived in, I lived in Washington just outside Seattle. And uh, anyway, the Sonics obviously left. I wasn't going to support Oklahoma City because ew. Um, but I loved Nate Robinson. He was from Seattle. Um, I always thought I was going to be short. I didn't think I was going to hit six six one. Um, so anyway, mm-hmm. I loved Nate Robinson, and he was on the Knicks. So I like kind of picked the Knicks as my favorite team. Um, but I wasn't like watching super regularly. And then when Carmelo got traded to the Knicks, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. You know, I started watching Knicks basketball all the time. Anyway, there's lots of favorite like on court favorite Carmelo memories. But number one is definitely um, the Easter Day game against the Chicago Bulls. He hit the three oh, to send it to overtime. And then in overtime, he hit the three from the exact same spot to win it. And I remember the announcers are like, you got to take a timeout right here. You got to take a timeout right yeah. here. And then like one second later, Melo yanks it. Bang! Bang! The um, Mike, what is it, Mike Breen or something like that? This Mike Breen, yeah. And not only was it iconic to watch, but this was like, I, th- I think it was my freshman year of high school and we had like a study hall period and we would all like watch like the NBA highlights and who mixtapes and stuff. Uh, but anyway, we'd always watch the NBA highlights from like the previous day or over the weekend. So I remember that first day back at school, um, you know, having like six dudes huddled around like a slow ass Wake County public school systems computer watching mellow it's like we were watching it live and it was it was so exciting and i was like the knicks fan of the group i was the carmelo fan so it was like that was like my super bowl <laughs> that's fire bro and yeah. one thing i like about that too is cause like you remember like the moment in time like you remember where you were at and i can relate to that too because like my favorite mellow moment where i feel like kind of embodies carmelo anthony as a as a person is like when I got out of basketball practice and I was still like stoked on Kobe and all this stuff. And I remember just like waiting to get picked up from basketball practice and like checking my phone. It was like, Carmelo Anthony drops Madison Square Garden record, 62 points. I was like, bro, yeah, 62 points, bro. I checked the stat line. And like, this is where I feel like this embodies Carmelo Anthony perfectly. Bro has zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks. He just has 62 points. He did get 13 rebounds. But I'm like, bro, I feel like that's perfect. That's like prime. Like, that's Carmelo Anthony in a nutshell, bro. Just give me the ball. I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to get the rebound. What does he say? Like, I got it. Get the hell out of here or whatever. Like, he'd be yelling that. Bro, he'd be Fuck getting the rebound. Here, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Get to the middies. Just shoot straight mid-range. No assists. No st- I'm not playing defense. I'm not passing the ball. <laughs> just give me the ball. I'm about to shoot it every time. But that's like, bro, that's like my favorite mellow moment for real. Like, also, honorable mention, I don't know if you remember the... Nez the classified school survival guy cameo where he was like that was a fire moment bro i remember watching that on nickelodeon i was like bro that's crazy 
If you guys don't know what Joe's talking about, just YouTube Ned's the Classified School Survival Guide, Carmelo Anthony. They make Wait, him why are like, you in there? They make him look like Morgan Freeman, a god <laughs> character, like in the clouds. I don't even remember what the plot was for that episode. Some about some shoes or something like that, but I was just I like, think so. mother of God. So random. Dude, the 62-point game. Everyone lies, by the way, and everyone says they remember watching it. But, like, if you weren't living in New York, I don't think... I think the game was just on, like, MSG Networks. Like, I don't think it was a national TV game. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I watched that game on GameCast. Like, I got, like, the notification that he had, like, 20 in the first quarter or something. And on, mm -hmm. like, eSkin.com, you, you could, like... You probably still can, but it was, like, GameCast. So it would show, like, each possession live. And I loved Mello so much, but I couldn't get this game. Um, so I was watching the GameCast. I mean... I like... Car Carmelo Anthony made three, you know, like and that's how. Oh, I like a play-by-play. -play. Like you're watching literally. Yeah, a play I was by watching play-by-play oh, wow. play on the like in my mom's uh, kitchen, like on like the family desktop. That's wild. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Melo. And then of course, favorite league fits moment is Tuskegee Airmen Melo. I love that he embodied it. He was like, "Who, who, who made that?" And he's like, "I made that." All right. Well, was that that was the meme, right? That was the that was, that was crazy, which we posted on IG the other day. Um, but no, there was like this like viral face. He was on the Knicks and he wore this hat that just looks like a World War II like bomber hat or something. And uh, anyway, someone took that photo, made it black and white, and they put it in like this like Trump Facebook group in like 2016. And then they were like, this is my great great grandfather. He was a Tuskegee Airman in World War II. And he would have been a proud Trump supporter if he was still alive today. <laughs> and all the comments were like, thank you for your grandfather for his service. Thank you for his grand. Thank you to your grandfather. Salute, salute. And it's just like mellow in the MSG locker room. In black and white. <laughs> that is crazy. That's Bro, so funny. Um, yeah, dude, mellow. Mellow's that guy. No, yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh my God. No, what I was gonna say was the I feel because like the sixty-two point game was against Char it was a Charlotte Bobcat. Yeah. Before they even before they even went to the horn, it was a Charlotte Bobcat. They were like the worst team ever. LeBron I think also had like sixty on that team. Like they won like seven games, dog. It was rough. It was rough. Man, dude, I'm like, why am I like in my feelings about Melo, dude? Like Melo was the reason I started watching basketball like regularly, like on TV. No, yeah, facts. I yeah, wish. I bought some Mellows, some like Jordan Mellow. I don't even remember what they were. It was like before the M9. It's probably like a Mellow 6 or something like that. But Bro, he had the most fire logo for Jordan. It was like the Mellow with the flames on it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Ugh. Dude, that's my goat. Straight up. That's how it is, bro. Karma. The people talking about LeBron's going to retire too. I don't know if you've seen that yesterday. He's not. Like after they lost, he like kind of hinted at like, "Oh, got some stuff to think about." And I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, "Dang, bro! Like, we really losing all our like childhood heroes. I mean, they're not dying, but like we're, we're like they're they're falling out of their professions." LeBron Sad. just turned the news cycle from getting swept to retirement. No one's talking about how bad the Lakers were that series, and now everyone's talking about the retirement. So the potential retirement. He's not even going to retire. Like it's he's not retiring. You don't think so? Yeah, no, it did. I think about that though, like how all of our goats are at. Like, you know, D Wade's retired, Melo's retired, uh, LeBron, you know, has, you know, a few years left. Um, like, I, I was thinking about like who's going to be like, uh, 
the new generation, LeBron, Wade, Melo? Like, is it going to be like John Moran, Jason Tatum, and Anthony Edwards? Or, or like, were, was that like era just like so special and, and unique? Like, I don't know. I want, yeah, I wonder that too. Cause I'm like, I think it's just cause I'm older now. It doesn't really like hit the same personally. Where like, I look at like the young stars that are coming up. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's weird. I'm like, I'm not really too stoked on watching some of like the young stars as I was when I was in middle school. And, and it was like, and they're hella dope. What the heck? John Morant, bro, fire. But I'm like, dang, I don't know. Like, I'm, I remember when I was like in sixth grade and I was like, Derrick Rose is playing. I got to watch. And I'm like, bro, John Morant's kind of doing a lot of the same things Derrick Rose is doing, but I'm just not as in tune with that. I think it's probably just because I'm older, to be honest. But Maybe. I think about that too. And I have the exact same thoughts you do. I think we probably won't know for like another 18 years, to be honest with you. Because that was the whole thing is LeBron, Melo, those like all those guys, Chris Paul, et cetera. Like we got to see like their 18 year careers start to finish, even like Derrick Rose too, like his like 15 year yeah. or whatever. Um, it's like, you know, we'll have to, we'll be able to compare like, I don't know, Derrick Rose and Anthony Edwards, and but it probably won't be until like Anthony Edwards is 39, you know? Uh, but I have a feeling that maybe there's that like that era was so special, dude. Because you know what? The other thing about that era, like, you know, like what, late 2000s, early 2010s, is it was back when like we would gather around the computer and study hall to watch highlights and stuff. Do you like, think that's part of it? It's a I little think, like. Oh, yeah. Because it was just like a pure appreciation for hoop. Because there wasn't as much like gossip and things like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, Facebook memes like, Mom made pizza rolls. And then it was watching highlights, you know? There wasn't mm-hmm. like NBA Reddit wasn't really a thing yet. NBA Twitter, which is like the worst place on the planet, wasn't a thing yet. Like, like if you watch, if you loved basketball, you watched basketball. You consumed basketball by watching basketball. Dude, you know yeah, I-, I feel you on that. Because I don't cut you off, but I hear so many people like, oh man, the offseason is the best part of the NBA because that's where all the storylines start to develop. And I'm yeah. like, maybe I, just because I wasn't in tune. But I'm like, bro, I had before Instagram, before social media and all stuff like that, I had absolutely no idea what Kobe Bryant was doing in the summertime. Like, unless he popped out to like some pro am or which he never would. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just like, what is this? But you know, and I I think that kind of feeds into your point. I'm like, bro, like the only the only like storyline like that that I could think of back when I was young, and well, I won't say when I was young, I'm not old, but back when I was like a little kid was when Mello was on on brand when 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 Mello was on the Nuggets and he was gonna get traded to the Knicks after the All Star weekend, but like during that All Star weekend and everybody was like interviewing Carmelo Anthony like, oh, what are you gonna what are you gonna do? And they're trying to interview him on the bench and stuff like that. That was like the only time I could think of when it was like when it wasn't just basketball or highlights. It was like something outside of that. Yeah, yeah, it was just watching basketball. Like no one could. Yeah. Assume- while by watching basketball anymore even i admittedly like don't watch as much regular season basketball as i used to yeah i remember you yeah. saying that you're like oh play i'll start this is the this is the part where i start watching or something like that like, well, the regular season, were you like the regular season doesn't matter i was like bro what are you talking about like, i mean i'm kind of i was kind of right though um i don't know i don't know do just like yeah different i don't know how blessed are we to have been alive for that era I would think that's the best Gordon era. The was sick. Like the Bulls winning everything every single year. But like, man, 
there was like so many powerhouse teams like in the late 2000s early 2010s it was so exciting there's a there's a really good argument for that for that being the best era of basketball just because of kind of what we're hinting at and like the balance of it because i'm like bro i could only because that's what i always hear like oh in the 90s if dennis robin was on social media or all these like older guys when all these young players have these allegations they're like oh man thank god social media wasn't around back then i'm like bro the fact that there was no social media back then is kind of like cool but it's kind of not cool and the fact that there's too much social media now is kind of cool but it's kind of not cool i feel like the late 2000s the late Mm -hmm. 2000s was like where you could just like you could pop out and watch you know what I'm saying? Basketball highlights on YouTube easily, but there was no like day-to-day Snapchat, Instagram updates. It was like the perfect balance in my opinion. Yeah. You got the highlights the next morning. Yeah. Dude, if they had social media in the nineties, like Michael Jordan would have been kicked out the league for having a FanDuel account. Um, <laughs> He's just, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. So the era yeah. we grew up in was, was, was the perfect, was the perfect era. Damn. I'm nostalgic as a hell right now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you want to hit some of the other things we have to talk about today? Let's talk about it. All Let's right. talk about it. So you had Paolo. How do you say his last name? I always forget. Is Paolo Bancaro or oh. Banchero? Oh, yeah. I yeah, want to talk about I want to get, talk about that one. That was um, So Paolo Bancaro's slam cover has dropped today. Um, it's dropping at noon East Coast time. So if you're listening to this before then, because you're just an early riser, um, congratulations. You now know before everyone else. Um, if you're listening after, uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know. I went up to New York and I styled that slam cover. I also styled the Scoot Henderson shoot that came out a couple weeks ago. Though I will say it's kind of ironic to post like Scoot Henderson shirtless and be like styled by me. <laughs> like, yeah. not the hardest not the hardest job in the world um yeah. but yeah the paulo bancaro uh cover happened you, you mess with it joe yeah you sent me the pictures and i was like bro is this paulo bancaro and janko jeans he was like these are janko jeans and i'm yeah. like i like that i like what i'm seeing well because we wanted to do uh adam hit me and he was like yo we want to style the cover we we want him in his basketball jersey um, so like style around the basketball jersey, like make the basketball jersey look dope. And the magic jerseys are are kind of beat, if I'm being honest. They're not even that beat, but like the neckline is weird. Like, you know, I wasn't really sure what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one option was like just put like a big like fluffy jacket on it. Like remember we did the fluffy jacket with Cade Cunningham a summer Cade ago? Cade Cunningham, yep. And I was like, so I don't want to do that again. Also it felt a little too easy. Um and then We've talked about how I've gotten to blowcore recently. A what? Blowcore, like the soccer jersey in the. Gym. Oh, okay, so. So I've yeah. gotten that recently, and then I was thinking about that Jonah Hill fit pick. You know which one I'm talking about, right? The Jonah Hill Phoenix Suns fit pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, for sure. Black jersey. I was thinking yeah. about that fit pick, um, because I was like, when has a basketball jersey been styled? So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, just search Jonah Hill Phoenix Suns. You're welcome um and so adam was like what do you want to do and i <laughs> i took that jonah hill pick i was like yeah this is this is the mood board yeah. uh and then i was like all right what else can we do because it can't just be jeans and a jersey and apollo has an oakley sponsorship um and mm. like, what glasses do you want for the shoot and i was like what if instead of glasses you sent us ski goggles 
Um, so we got the ski goggles. And I'm not going to lie to you, bro. That cover is, you know, in styling outfits, the way things looks in your head versus how they actually look on the person are sometimes entirely very different. Um, that turned out exactly how I thought it was going to turn out. And it looked just as dope in my opinion, as I thought it would. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to lie, not to like toot my own horn, I'm super geeked it. out about it. So did part, because I know we've mentioned this before on the podcast, how you think it's super hard to make a basketball jersey look cool. Yeah. Was that at all like in play where you're like taking that little personal challenge? Like, oh, i got to make this look dope because it's not easy to make it look dope. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Sure. I, my, I mean, I only had two ideas. It was jeans or big jacket. And uh, for what it's worth, I didn't bring a big fluffy jacket because um, I just didn't want a backup plan. And I wanted the jeans to work. Oh, man. He said my plan B is to make my plan A work. I and like Apollo's that. credit, he was dope. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know a lot about him. Um, yeah. Besides, you know, he's from Seattle, went to Duke, whatever. Uh, but he was like kind of down for whatever. He was like, he put on the jeans and like, you know, there was a, like a, some people in the room were like, eh. Some people were like, eh, yeah. And he was like, from the get-go, was like, oh, yeah. He's like... Oh, that's, that's he's fire. Like, this I was going to ask that. He was like, this is... Yeah, he was super with it. Um, and I told him, I was like, you know, it's not the tunnel. Like, I was like, if I was ever like dressing you for the tunnel or, tunnel or something, we wouldn't do this. But like, it's editorial, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so he... Uh, yeah, Paulo Bencaro, dopest kid. So cool. This This... What is it, snow goggles? Yeah, those are the snow goggles on his head. That's genius. Oh. That's like a genius idea to like not even put them like on his face and just put it on the side. Like it looks like pure head accessory, like hat type vibes. Well, that's why I was I, cool hair. So yeah. I didn't want a hat. That's what I'm saying. I already know, just I don't know Paolo, but judging by this picture, I'm looking at the picture. Bro got the cleanest lineup ever. I know he'd have been super mad if you just went and just covered up the braids of the lineup. He'd have been super heated. Right. So like that's fire. They like all compliments it. So that's yeah, that's where the goggles came in. We wanted to have his hair shown off. Yeah. That's clean because he had the barber. That's one thing. Pretty much every slam shoot I've been on, they get their hair cut like five minutes before the shoot on some Joe Williams, uh Joe Williams. Energy. Oh, hundred percent. One hundred percent. Bro, who was he? I was going to ask you. Um, Scotty Barnes, I think it was. He had like... D wait, did I did I just get that right? Because I, I I noticed it. No, I was, it was like, like, bro. Scotty Barnes, we started the photo shoot um, and he didn't like his He didn't like his hair like halfway through it. And he still I was about to we had a ton of time with them. And so he stopped the shoot to have his barber come to the studio, cut his hair, and then we reshot. I love that I noticed that because I remember when those pictures came out, I was like, bro, why does he look like he got no type of hairline, no type of lineup, no type of fade. And then you like, you know, saying keep going to other pictures. I'm like, bro, I got a whole lineup, whole fade. I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> Pretty iconic moment. No, I respect it. Um, yeah. 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 That Apollo cover was uh, Scoot Henderson. Also super dope. But yeah. Apollo, uh, the Apollo cover. I'm like, I'm pretty geeked with how it turned out. We're yeah, recording this Tuesday, the day before it drops. Um, so you know, who knows what the Instagram comments are saying, but I'm I'm geeked regardless. For sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, all league fits teams are out. Um, if you guys haven't I know the rollout was kind of interesting this year. If you guys just want to see the full list for the first <laughs> the first time ever, uh, we put it like together super nicely on like this, it's called a parallax. 
which uh, all I've hear, heard is the word parallax for weeks, but it basically just means a website that's like super visually appealing. We put the all league fits teams that has like, you know, a, a sentence for each player, like the teams mm-hmm. they've passed. Um, anyway, if you want to check that out, it's at the link in our bio um, or in the little like IG story highlights. There'll be a league fits awards. You can click that and flip through until you get to the link. Um, but anyway, league fits awards are out. Hardest, we say this every year, but it's because it's true every year. It was the hardest year to pick these teams. Word. Just to remind everyone, it's the third of the vote is the fans. A third of the vote is a panel that includes like designers, stylists, and like some former NBA, uh, you know, fashionistas. Mm-hmm. Fashionistas? No, still fashionistas. Still fashionistas. <laughs> Don't do that. It's <laughs> yeah. feminine, like in Spanish. Yeah. Um, and then the other third is me and Joe. Um, but me and Joe had a pretty tough time putting our teams together. Um, do you just want to run through uh, our teams? We will go team by team and, and pick the five that uh, we each... That well, we picked? That we yeah, picked? Yeah. I sent it. I, I texted it to you. You know, so my first team was D'Lo, Jeremy Sohan, JC, Jordan Poole, and Kelly Oubre Jr. Yeah. Um, mine, well, I'll give mine and then we can chat about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I had, let me, my eyes are bad. Um, Shea Gillis Alexander, who was the MVP unanimously, I leaving him off of years was just a, it was a mistake. It was uh, sad. Bull Bull. I also had Jordan Clarkson and then I had Jeremy Grant and Devin Booker. Um, so actually four of my, Four of the five guys that I picked ended up being the actual first team, which was Shea, Jordan, Coincidence? Jared. I think well, not. You yeah, see, guys, there's an agenda behind this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> up. Then, then the only one that did it was Bull Bull, who ended up making the third team. But yeah. uh, yours was interesting. I mean, Jordan Clarkson makes sense. Kelly Oubre, he's made teams a bunch of times. Can't complain about that. Um, but Sohan first team was bold. I don't even remember what why I think I was picking like like light skinned players I think or something like that. It don't really make too much sense. But Jeremy Sohan, bro, we need Jeremy Sohan. He's he's gonna be on there next season for sure. I yeah. feel like his fashion is the only thing missing. Like he plays cool, cool hair, cool aesthetic, cool vibe. But the, the fits are a little inconsistent a little bit. But we also didn't get a lot of pictures of him just because the Spurs don't take fit pics, I guess. Yeah. Um. All right. So our second team. Yeah, you can give yours. All right, so I had Nikhil, Alexander Walker, Kyrie yep. Irving, Shay. I don't know what I was thinking. Tyrese Halliburton and Vando, Jared Vanderbilt. And then I had Josh Christopher, Jalen Williams. I also had Tyrese Halliburton, who made the second team. Jalen Brown, and then mine that I the fans didn't vote him, the panel didn't vote him, you didn't vote him, but I'm sticking with it. it was I had Bruce Brown on my second team. Um, he dressed like a cowboy the entire season, and it was it was so dope, and it was just like a moment. And league fits yeah. is all moments, and y- y'all are stupid. I don't know. Yeah, Bruce- speaking of moments, like the reason why Nikhil even got on my second team, I remember you put like a gallery out the morning before we put these teams together, or we picked our one third, and I was just it was a little recency bias, and I was like, bro, this dude's so swaggy, and I put him on the second team, but unfortunately he. But yeah, no, nah, he was a he was an honorable mention in the end, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. hello, honorable mentions. You had yeah, we did. 
you had Kyrie who didn't end up making anything, and then Vanderbilt and Shea were on your second team, and and they ended up making the first teams. Um, yeah. Um, I had Josh Christopher ended up making the third team, and then Jalen Williams, who was rookie of the year, and uh, and honorable mentions. Um, you want to run through your third team real quick? Yeah, my third team was Thanasis, Antetokounmpo, PJ Tucker, Kuz, Russell Westbrook, and then I have Bug. Okay. Okay. And uh I think your Devin Booker third team was just like a little bit of voter fatigue, right? Yeah, it was just seen like cuz the reason why the reason why he got the first team last year or in the MVP last year was cuz he obviously leaned into the aesthetic, which he did much of the same this last season. I was just like, dang. Cuz yeah, a lot of the reason why Huh? He definitely didn't like start dressing worse. No, nah, absolutely not. But um to your point, a lot of the reasons why even why Shea was on my second team was because I got tired of seeing the same silhouette. Granted, he did mix it up last season, but I remember me and you talking about, man, cool jeans, flannel, graphic tee, cool jeans, flannel. So that, that's the same thing for me and Book. Yeah, a little bit of fatigue. Um, okay, my third team, I also had, uh, well, wherever you put Thanasis was where I was going to put Thanasis. Um, so Thanasis is on my third team. I had Jeremy Sohan. I will say our teams veered on the younger side than some of the other groups. The panel definitely voted like older, like LeBron made the panel vote. Um, then the fans were a little older than us, but not quite. So it was interesting to see how everyone voted. Um, anyway, Anastas, Jeremy Sohan. I had Darius Baisley, who I think is just like so criminally underrated. Dope hats, cool, like dynamic fits, uh, whatever. So I had Thanasis, Jeremy, Darius Baisley, Patty Mills, who I just thought was like super consistent. Um, and then my last one was, was Terry Rozier. Like Terry Rozier, you gotta like, let that go, bro. You gotta let that go, Terry. Terry? You gotta let that go. That was like a moment in time, like during the Dwayne Bacon era, dog. Like you gotta let that go. I feel like no, but like he still actually like if you just look at the picks, like Terry still dresses dope. I don't know what that one. Yeah. All Maybe. right, give me mention all right my honorable mention were bull bull david duke jr lebron james who's soon to retire you heard it here first Darius <laughs> basley and josh christopher yeah mine was coos d'angelo russell vanderbilt who in retrospect probably should have taken terry rosier's spot um or i just should have had higher in general he made the first team so it was all good and then pj tucker and russell westbrook um, any former Laker he can think of, just do them all on the honorable mention list. Every former Laker. Oh, and then we both had Carl Anthony Towns on our honorable mentions too. Oh yeah, shout out Cat. Shout out Cat. Yeah, friend of the pod. Um, yeah. Anyway, like we can run through the teams real quick. The final ones, just so you guys have them. If no, nah, actually, we're not gonna run through them. You want to see the League Fits teams? Go on to the link in bio. It looks beautiful, and it's better than listening to us. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, reoccurring segment. Survival, favorite part. Survival part. Last day, and every episode we draft something new. We've done hot people hobbies, um, people we'd seed our menswear clothing to, and Mm -hmm. then this one, (laughs) this was Joe's idea. Oh yeah, little category. Then couldn't come up with any. Um, but we're gonna do a a button draft. So things with buttons. Yeah, I love this idea, bro. 
So we're going to drop any and all things with buttons. They could be nonfiction. They can be fictional. That's my biggest thing in these drafts. I need it to be fictional. Like, I need to lean into a little weird. These drafts are always. Yeah. That's what keeps it fun. Uh, All right, for sure. That's not the draft day. I I don't know. Anyway. You know what I'm saying. And this isn't necessarily functional. Like, what's the most functional? What's the most convenient? It's just what's the coolest things that have buttons on it guys. Stop, stop stop pre-explaining just give us your pick goodness gracious all right so my very first thing if i could draft anything that has buttons on it i'm picking and i want to specify this is spider-man's web shooters specifically in the mcu because i wasn't really rocking with andrew garfield spider-man like that but spider-man's web shooters bro what other thing would a button actually i'm setting myself up for so many arguments but either way spider-man's web shooters my Number one thing I could draft things with buttons. I feel like you could argue that's a trigger, um, but I'll I'll give I'll give it to you because you do push down on it. You know, yeah. you do middle fingers and he pushes down. One thing about me, I love Spider Man. I always thought like the wet. You know how Tobey Maguire Spider Man, it just like came out of his wrist. Yeah, I always thought that was way cooler. Like he mm. was like part spider. I thought like building like your web shooter like was so beat. Um. I- Anyway, that's a hot take. I get it. Yeah, because uh, I'm like, it I leans into the have... nerd aspect of it, but for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I want like my guy to be Spider. I don't want him to like just. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like the government could recreate the Spider, the Spidey shooter. You know what I mean? Like that's lame. It can. It can. Right. Yeah. That sucks. Um, I ironically also <laughs> said your pick sucks. That sucks. All right, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, this is my hot take, so it's fine. I yeah. also went with a weapon um ironically we just love a, a little uh a little microdose of violence on the pod <laughs> but for the greater good of course um and i fact checked this before um a lightsaber and lightsabers do have buttons okay dang all right no that's, like, that's a good pick go good out pick. somewhere it's like i don't know a, a dump or something and just slice slice stuff up with a lightsaber like there's there can't be a, a weapon that's more fun to use than a lightsaber, and I'm no, like anti gun, like all of this. I would totally go and have some fun with a lightsaber. Let me go you to top the- a lightsaber. I wonder how much a lightsaber would go for, like in the real world, like if they really could mass produce those things. I wonder how much they would go for. Well, you could probably just get them at a show. You know, you could probably scratch the serial numbers off and get them on the low. Yeah, somewhere. No, that's a good pick. I don't know if that's better than a web shooter, but to be honest, teach his own. Yeah. Um, so for my second pick, we're sticking with the fictional theme here. I'm gonna go with the neuralizer from Men in Black. So for those who don't know, that's whenever like the men in black would do something and then someone would catch them doing something, they'd erase the memory from the witness with the neuralizer and they'd basically put it up and they'd flash it and everybody would just forget what happened. I felt like that was always so sick, and I didn't realize I had a button on it when I was picking my picks and i was like does it have a button i googled it had a button on it so second pick neuralizer men in black no that's a great great pick can't argue with that one um however mine is still better despite your great pick like you know like you pick trey young i'm picking luca type deal like you know good and sure. great no that's fair um tear away pants like pants uh, you know, pants it's buttons all along the side you ever worn a pair of tearaway pants you ever actually ripped, i think like, i had a pair issued to me for like a basketball tan never used them because I was um, in the game killing them, but you know what I'm saying? That's not true. I My senior year of high school, we had like a homecoming type 
thing in any way. Like they pick the homecoming people through like a man pageant talent show, whatever. Anyway, I got a pair of tearaway pants for that. Cause for the anyway, I walked on the stage, tear the pants off, whatever. And uh, ripping off those pants was like the coolest I've ever felt in my entire life. Whenever I see the NBA players that got him, I'm always jealous. Like, I just like want to walk home from a long day of work because I'm about to be in office, guys, pretty soon after this New York move. I just want to like get home and just like rip off my pants and just toss them into the into into the laundry basket. Tear away. Yeah. Two two hands on them too. Each leg, just tear each leg off, just in uniform. That'd be amazing. Lawless. Um. All right. So my third pick, kind of going a little curveball here, because I guess technically it's Button. I'm picking Benjamin Button. Super iconic movie character. Great movie that I didn't watch, but the storyline very sad made me cry you know saying the whole idea of this so i'm picking benjamin button i just needed some sort of some sort of like curveball in the draft i've been sticking with you know the fictional theme here okay yeah i'm watching this one you got you got me in the draft before this but i'm watching you in this one with the third pick the third and final pick of the things with buttons draft i'm just taking the nas button I'm taking the the turbocharged button, like Fast and Furious, when the cops are about to catch up to him, or the enemies, or whatever. They hit the Nas button, and it's like in the movies, or if you've ever played like any racing video game ever, like mm -hmm. an arcade on PlayStation or whatever, you always know there's like a turbo button, a Nas button, whatever. Hell yeah, the Nas button. You feel you know like really juiced up. You know what's so great about my picks is that I can just like click the neuralizer button on this and just you'll just forget everything and I'll steal all those picks from you and just win the draft on its own. That's why I have such an OD lineup. You didn't even think about that. Like I could just erase all that. There's no need for a Nas button. I got five stars, boom, zero stars. Just like that. You Very had the, easy. you had the memory eraser thing from uh from Men in Black. Yeah. You had Benjamin Button and well oh yeah and the web <laughs> I needed some ethos. I needed some like some like emotional like well, tug on the heartstrings a little bit. Uh, and then I had lightsaber tearaway pants and I was oh yeah, I wash you. The lightsaber, I, yeah, lightsaber was OD. I Denver yeah. Wow, Lakers are nine. But let's see it. <laughs> you hate to hear it. Not gonna lie. Not uh, well, good pod. All right, guys. Thank you for listening uh, to our. Yeah, wow, my outros are kind of lame. My whole on. No, uh, Chrome Hearts. Shout out Chrome Hearts. Yeah, oh, you intro us. You always intro us and outro us. I, I can handle it once. It was good seeing y'all. Um, we'll be back uh, this exact same time next week. I love you. Goodbye. Whoa. Whole squad posting like a lobby on defense. I'll drift first team this season. I'ma get it cause I got my reasons. On the ground till my heart stop beating. Y'all little boys made me change my demeanor. Too much drip on the ground, I can't see it. Stepping out, I can fly by.